What's happening, everybody, and welcome to this another edition of the Dell and Keith Show. I'm Derry Kernahan, and as always, I'm joined by my good mate Keith Anderson. Keith, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, mate. How are you? Hi, I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, just happy to see another another Rangers victory again today. Yeah, I ah, good man. Three three points, one hundred percent home record keeps going undefeated, all that jazz. So now nah, it's good. You, you we could have worried about drop offs, you know, with the league wrapped up. So. I think good to keep winning. Definitely, definitely. And how's how's life in general, mate? Everything going well? Ah, it's going all right, mate. Can't complain too much. Apart from obviously, you know, everybody's complaining about the same things these days. But apart from that, I'm all right. What about you? I'm fine. I'm fine, thank you. It seems like we're getting a bit of light at the end of the tunnel now with people getting vaccinated and stuff. So Aye. hopefully soon we'll be able to be out celebrating and enjoying the league victory. That's it, mate. Hopefully soon. Yep. Aye. Aye. So so today we're just going to have a a discussion basically about the last few weeks and also um, today's performance and then also talking about the next game, which is the Celtic game in the Cup as well. Now, just quickly, while we're, while we're talking about that, like I said, we're going to have a quick discussion about um, about what's been happening. Obviously, the game against Celtic, the um, the draw, it was great to see Alfredo scoring and um, keeping the getting that off his back almost as well, um, which was great to see um, as well. See, see that game, Keith, as well, one of the things when I think I may have mentioned to you as well that when we were talking about it, obviously Celtic scored first and that was a bit of a concern, but see when Rangers scored, I didn't see them coming back into it in any way. I don't know if it's just a wee bit of arrogance on our part because we've been doing so well this season. Um, but what did you think of the what did you think of the game and the, the old firm game that happened when uh, the one each game? Aye, aye, the one each. No, no I can agree. Like, I think they scored and and they had us on the ropes a wee bit for five minutes after it, maybe. And mm-hmm. you say, you're like, well, this, this, if they score again, it could get quite heavy. But then we went up the park and scored, and I think until half time, you know, pretty much the next five minutes or less, we were, we looked like we could have scored a couple. Um, so it's kind of back and forth there. But I think, like you, as soon as we scored, I didn't, I didn't feel we were going to lose the game. I didn't, at no point was I getting nervous or worried that they're going to go and score, you know, like mm-hmm. obviously anything can happen, but I felt. I felt like we weren't losing the game for there, definitely. If if there's anybody gonna go and score a winner, I felt like it was gonna be us. Um I, I I didn't I didn't have the fear. And I think like you say, I don't think it's don't think it's arrogance, I think it's just belief that this team's built up, you know, like we've we've seen them go behind and get out of sticky situations and when when we do that and we get ourselves out, very rarely do we then go and chuck it away. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. You know, we we conceded early in Benfica, and we came back and drew for each, and you know that sort of stuff. You know, they've, they've done, they've got a history of that. So, I I just didn't feel like um, I didn't know we were going to lose it. Whatever happened, yeah, yeah, I sort of like I said, I I didn't really see as soon as Morelos scored, I was thinking, right, there's only it's only either going to be a draw here or a, or a Rangers victory. Um, either way was was fine for us because obviously we won the league, didn't get beat. After Aye. after winning the league, um, it was, was it something that you said as well that was been quite interesting that if they didn't mess up against Dundee United, Alfredo's goal would have won as the league, which would have been very bittersweet for them. I mean, that, that, I think I think we'd spoken in the run up, and I, I'd said you know if if I could pick a scenario, it would yeah. be that that that's exactly how it's done. That Alfie scores, and it might have been late on, you know, they're one 0 up, and it's a a late equaliser, and we win the league because Alfie scored at, uh, at Shark Head, but. That's not how it turned out, and I'm happy that we we won the league earlier. But um, it would have been it would have been funny. Obviously, if they beat Dundee United, the game might have went completely different. So you don't know. But I know it would have uh, 
it was just a wee, wee bit of poetry there, I think. Yes. 55th goal as well, which would just have been absolutely amazing. It would imagine. have been, wasn't it? And, um, yeah. uh, it would have been. And then also on the back of that as well, we had Slavia Prague in the European Cup. Um, uh, sorry, Europa League. Um, mm-hmm. um, with that and obviously getting put out there. But pretty disappointed to get put out, but obviously with everything that's overshadowed it. Um, just does as a podcast. Um, we stand with Glenn Kamara. And um, everything that's happened is just absolutely disgusting. I, I mean, football side first and foremost, they, they were they were the better team over the two legs. I think yeah. they they did to us what I like it when we do it to other teams. You know, just in the face, quick attacks, varied attacks, bullied us a wee bit, and just were, were the team that was more up for it. And kind of like when, when we drew Benfica, you know, we talk about well, that's a good stylistic matchup. They don't deal with, deal well with British teams because of that style of play. I felt mm-hmm. they just did that to us, you know. So football side, fair's fair. The better team went through, but like you say, there was there was absolutely no need for that. It was it was craziness. It's it's horrible. We, you know, we we want to see it out of society and out yep. of football. Was uh, you know, and, and football seems to have been getting the worst of it in a lot of ways. You know, like between on the park, it's it's it should. I mean, it's just unthinkable um, for it to happen at that level on the park. And then for it to happen, you know, repeatedly in social media as well, where the fans get involved in, um, ah, it's, it's uh, like you say, we stand with Glenn Kamara and we, we want to see action. That's simple yeah. as that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So so let's um, let's have a chat about today then. Mm-hmm. Um, Rangers, mm-hmm. winning, Rangers winning 2-1 against Hibs at Ibrox today. Um, my opinion, I, th- I thought it was a... I thought the... Um, it was an up and down game, I would say, in terms of in terms of how we how we played. I thought there were some parts of it that was really good, and I thought there was a few guys who were who were a bit slack. And I think it's probably one of the worst games I've seen from Borna Barisic for a while. Um, I don't know if that was maybe because him and Holanda were getting targeted down that down that um, down that left hand side um, as well. But there was a few other ones. But I'm, I was I was glad to get the victory, and it's a big con- it's a confidence boost for obviously going into the Celtic game whenever. Whenever that is, after the um, passing um, of, uh, of Philip um, um, a few days ago, so we're unsure when that game's going to get played yet because it's supposed to be Saturday, but it looks like the funeral's going to be on Saturday now. So it might be Friday night, chats Friday night and stuff like that with it as well. But what did you think of the what did you think of the the performance today, Keith? I uh, know I think like you say, I mean we we're not at our best. We were quite quite slow, and you know there was a lot of moving it side to side slowly, too many touches, no first time, no playing it in front of the man, playing it to where he is rather than where he's going to be. You know, a lot of that lethargic play that we've seen that we usually struggle. But then, you know, this season, the difference is we do find these pockets where we'll maybe go five, ten minutes where we just up it and we find a bit of quality or a bit of intensity or something and we get goals. So, you know, I felt we we did a good job of that and we got we got um, a couple of... Couple of good quality goals, yeah, I would say. Yeah. You know, so um, you know, maybe the first one, obviously, it's the second or third phase, you might say. But it was a good attack initially, and then we, you know, we keep it alive and, and we get a goal. So I like that. You know, pin them in. Keeper makes a save, that's fine, but we don't give up on it. So no, I think it was two good quality goals. But like you say, we weren't particularly great. There was some some people had had a bit of a bit of an off day, and I think we'll, you know, as we'll come on to. Definitely want to see more next week. Yeah. Whenever or well, the next game, whenever that might be. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I thought um, I liked it. Like you mentioned, I liked the intensity for the first goal. Um, I thought that was good because that was a few minutes there where we were just bombarding them on their eighteen yard box. And um, the goalie made a few saves. 
as well. But I, I thought I'd one that. chopped off a couple of minutes. It was like two minutes before yeah. we had the offside one, didn't we? So I like you say, maybe it had been coming. I would say, yeah, yeah. And then um, it was a lovely, it was a lovely finish by Aribo. Um, mm-hmm. That was a really nice, a really nice, uh, nice finish to put into the bottom into the corner. And it was a good. It was a good ball in and, and a good header for Roof as well. You know, if, if that goes in, you're like, oh, that was a great goal. So yeah. there was some good play in the build-up and then, like you say, a, a good finish by, by Aribo for sure. Yeah. And then Kent's goal. I thought, I thought Kent was looking very lively um, and his goal took his goal very well again. Um, seems to like scoring these long rangers against Hibs. That's twice he's done it this season, isn't it? He scored a belter against them. Aye, aye. I think, like you say, he, he, he looked hungry today, yeah. for sure. Um, you know, maybe a, a few bits that didn't quite work out for him, as is the norm, mm-hmm. but he looked hungry, and I think that he um, definitely was a great goal. He's done that before. There was a few times throughout the day where he got any kind of similar positions, and you're kind of going, hit it, hit it, and he didn't, you know, he's taking a wee extra touch or whatever, and, and then this time he decided to hit it, and, and, and that's why you wanted me to do it more, you know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Then, obviously, Hibs. Hibs scored one back, which made it a wee bit touch and go for the last 10, 10 minutes there or so. But we held on and, you know, I, I have um, every confidence in this defence and particularly the goalkeeper um, that they're going to make sure that they don't concede another um, I, during that time. I think at 2-0, you're confident that's the game, right? You know, the chances of, of them coming back and scoring two... I mean, it's possible, but you you know you're pretty confident that's not going to happen to this team, as you say, this season anyway. You know, might happen next season, but this team this season, the way they've been playing, you just felt like it too. That that was a, it was a, it was a big stretch for Hibs to then get in out of the game. But yeah. you would have to say Hibs were were value for their goal. They did cause us problems throughout the game. You know, it wasn't just a it came out of nowhere. They'd been causing us problems, particularly down their right, our left hand side throughout the first half and they, they, they had a few good opportunities that they maybe could have done more with. Um a couple of good shots and whether McGregor got touches on a touch on one or whatever. But um in the first half and then the second half again they they've gotten a few times so I think it probably fair for them to get a goal. I think they deserved it probably you'd say. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like they were obviously like I mentioned as well, they were targeting that um in between Baris the Barisic and Hollander. So, the channel. Yeah that channel. Um Aye. Hollander's obviously not the, the he's a he's a top quality defender, but he's not the fastest. Um, you would say he's not the quickest in the world at centre half. So I guess they may be seeing that with the pace that they've got in Martin Boyle, who is pretty lightning fast when you see him. Um, as Aye. well, he was targeting that. He was targeting that side of things. Was there any other, anyone else that you sort of thought had a bit of a, you know, who I, I thought in terms of the. The midfield. I thought the midfield were fair. I thought it's again. It's a um, Kamara didn't have the best game. I don't know if the stuff that we just spoke about there previously sort of playing on his mind potentially a bit um, with the with the publicity that he's had from that um, as well. You know, I don't know if it's hopefully. I'd, 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 I would like to think it isn't, but you know, you can never be too sure with p- people's psyche and what they're thinking um, as well. I thought um, Aribo after his goal was fairly quiet as well. Um, I I think I think you're right. The midfield for me was the was the main area. I think Aribo before the goal didn't he hadn't really done a huge amount and like you say after it I felt um felt him and Kamara I and to be fair, I mean to, to be fair to Hollander, I thought he had a good game. Mm-hmm. Borner not so much. Um and but to be fair to Borner, there was a bit you know, he was getting outnumbered quite a bit. He didn't get the usual protection he gets through the midfield. You know, usually you'd have like a Kamara shuffle over yeah. and 
pick up the left uh, the right back or whatever. But that wasn't that wasn't happening too much. Um, and and a lot of the time, I mean, there was there was a couple of times where they just stood through the middle of the park and then played a ball around that channel as as you were talking about, um, where you would expect more pressure on the ball in the middle. I, I felt they got through our middle third too easy today. I, I thought that was where we were probably weakest overall, and and it, it did manifest itself in a, ta- a targeting Borna for sure. Um, and Boyle did have him on toast. Like his pace, like you said earlier, just knock the ball by him or flick it in the corner or whatever, and Borna's not catching him, you know. Yeah. So and I think the the, the yellow card for Bonner probably didn't help. I thought it was a bit of a soft one. Yeah, but what it does it then is it, it, it means that, you know, Boyle can knock the ball past him and, and Bonner's not just going to clean him out, you know. So it, it just gives that extra edge to, to the attacker and has something something on Bonner's mind because he didn't want to get sent off. So um, I felt but that was where we were weakest. Um, I, I, it's one of the days, wasn't it? I, I don't think there was anybody, though, that was at their best, really, was there? No, no, it wasn't. But... Again, that's another Patterson. thing that I quite like. That's what I was, I was going to, I was going to actually talk about Patterson. Um, I think that's one of the things I was going to say. That's a sign of a of a championship team, you know, that haven't played, aren't playing particularly well, but still grinding out the results. I think that's really important that we're still obviously doing that, even though the league's, the league's done. You know, we're still grinding Aye. out the victories. Um, like I said before, I still want, I, I really want this undefeated season. Um, I'm desperate for it. Um Hundred percent record at home and all would be good because that's yeah. that's never been done. I don't think really, you know. So yeah. I think that and like you say, mark of champions. And let's let's be let's be fair about this. Is Hibs are third? Do you know what I mean? That's the third best team in the league after thirty odd games. So they're not there by accident. That amount of games. If that's where you're sitting, then you know it's it's, it's you would say the second hardest game we're going to get is against them. Yeah. So, you know, it wasn't like it was a pub team we were playing. Exactly. Exactly. And like I said, one of the guys I wanted to speak about is um, Nathan mm-hmm. Patterson. Um, I think he's shown great maturity for his age over the last few while with everything that's obviously happened. You know, with his ban and um, you know, well, with the with the, with the lockdown breaches and his fine and now his ban's coming up. But he's been he's been sensational since he's came in. Obviously, Balligan played right back and then he got he pretty much got his arse handed to him. And um, with the first half was at the uh, the Slavia game. And then after that thing, he came in and he's been Parsons been sensational. What do you make a young Parsons' performances recently? Yeah, no, he's he's, he's done well. Um, as I kind of corrected myself a few seconds ago, probably the standout player of the day. Um, in, in terms of where you think their the level is and getting there, I mean, he's he's still young. He's he's still rough. There's a few times where, especially when he's attacking, you know, he's he's just picking the wrong option or or whatever. But defensively. He's so solid. That's yep. the thing, you know. How many times has he? He's got the engine to get up and down, and he's the guy that's covering for the centre halves in behind, flicking headers away, and or, or getting last minute blocks in or whatever. He's solid defensively, um, and you would have to say, maybe not quite. You know, he's not on the level, but potential wise, you know, certainly in terms of balance from defence to attack. You'd say he's he's better than Tav and Bonner in that regard, potentially anyway, from the early signs. Because both Tav and Bonner are, are suspect defensively in certain scenarios at the very least. Mm-hmm. Whereas he's not necessarily shown any vulnerabilities there. Um, so if he can keep that up and perfect the attacking game, obviously he's not as good as any of the two in the final third. But if he can build on that and, and you know that kind of winger element of it, a lot of that is just experience. There's going to be inconsistencies. So um, we don't want to over, over-egg him and, and, and have him burn it. So maybe coming up for a 
you know, this amount of games and then a wee ban, you know, getting taken out, it's probably a good thing because you would want to manage him and not overdo it for a youngster. But yeah. he's got some potential, man. He's been really good. And he's never, he's never, you wouldn't watch him against Slavia or, or in the league or anywhere and say, right, he's, he's been outclassed in that game, yeah. you know, and he's, he's played, he's really, he's not, he's not any, any easy games really with Rangers, you would say, you know, no. maybe Cove for Angels, but mm-hmm. like Hibs a day, that's tough. What's, what was it? Is that his third start in the league? So that's a big game, and you know, and then he's played in Europe, and I mean, he's he's usually played in good, big games. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Shown he's shown great maturity for his age, and um, big performances as well. One of the questions I was going to ask you, just looking ahead now, now that Tav's obviously signed his new deal this week, which is great to get him in and secure Aye, for brilliant. another few years, which is brilliant. What do you see for maybe next season for him? Would you potentially like to see him? Obviously, he's having this game time, which is great for him. But could Tav coming back in? affect his you know his, his growth as a player and his performances would you uh, sitting back in the bench again or would, would you potentially like to see him go on loan to maybe a you know another another team in the league or a, you know potentially like a team in England or anything like that where else do you think he'd be better suited staying at Rangers nah no no chance man I'd, I'd be keeping him um, Tav could get injured Tav could get suspended um, and I think that you know, it's it's maybe a bit of a it's a bit of a word we have to say, look, you know, t- let let's not kid ourselves. Tav's going to start. Tav's a big part of the team. His goals and his assists this year are, have been ridiculous. Um, so there's that, but it's it's maybe just you know what Tav when we come to play your Cove Rangers and all that in the league uh, in the cups, then Patterson's going to be getting some game time, and we'll we'll see some more substitutions of of Tav coming off late in games and and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I know what you're saying. I think that we we can absorb a season of Patterson going a wee bit backwards, if you will, just because uh, hopefully Tav's going to be fit and play a lot of games. But I wouldn't be letting him go anywhere, no, no for me. I don't think it necessarily hampers his development that much because he'll be in about the team, will be going away in Europe. If you know, if we can get into the group stages and we've got a dead rubber, either because it's Champions League and we've already been pumped or whatever, it doesn't matter. You can get him some game time at the highest levels and, Nah, man, I'd be I'd be keeping him about. I think we can still develop him next season, even though hopefully Tav will be fit and playing the majority of the game. So for me, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be letting him go. But what about you? Drink loan would be useful. Um, no, I'd, I'd keep him. I'd be keep him. I've just I've just heard a few murmurings with people that on like social media and stuff like that you're looking at, just mm. talking about stuff about um, about next season and what would happen to him. Um, but Aye. yeah, I think I'd, I'd be the exact same as you. I'd be keeping him and then. Um, I think his development's obviously been a bit more rushed because of the injury to Tav. Um, if Tav was still there, Patterson would probably still be on the bench and he'd still Aye. have maybe this sort of... A, maybe a cloud over him with everything that's happened, you know, with the with the, the, the COVID breaches and stuff like that that happened with him mm-hmm. um, as well. But it was... Um, he's, he's been... Since he's came in, he's, he has been fantastic. He's been, he's been excellent and obviously got himself a few goals into the bargain as well, which is great to see. But yeah, definitely keep him just in case, like you say, just in case Tav picks up an injury or even just for a break because Tav has played a lot of football since he's been at Rangers as well. So Aye. this is probably this has been his first injury pretty much since he's been here. Um so I be I definitely keep him purely for his development to be actually training beside somebody like Tav every day as well will be great for him and also guys like Colts and, and Halander sitting there as well training beside these guys and, and also Barisic and all these guys are experienced players some internationals they're going to the, 
going to the Euros this season as well. It's going to only be good for his development as well, rather than going to a no disrespect to any of these other teams, but maybe not getting. He's, he's not playing next to the same the same level of people and the same level of players as well. So I I, I definitely keep him. But it's very encouraging I, to see what's been happening with him. No, definitely, man. Like you say, it's the okay. I he might get he might get more games, but day in day out, he's training with, with, with better players where he is than now, and. It's, it's who you play against a lot of the time. So you're playing against Kent in training. Well, that's going to make him better, right? You know, and if he's then getting getting glimpses of Champions League football and you know that or, or Europa League football or whatever it is, then that'll make him that'll make him stronger. Plus, it's just the experience sometimes of if if we do manage to get it and the stadiums are opening up a good bit or somewhat, then going away in Europe and seeing some of the atmospheres that's not going to do him any harm either. You know, that will set him up good for what's to come so I, I think there's a lot of bonuses in keeping him about and I don't think we would because say you take the risk right you put him up on loan what do you do well you need to go and sign a right back so if you sign the right back what, do you, what kind of right back do you sign yep. do you sign a John Flanagan or a Polster and you're like well they're no use so then you sign somebody that's good and then Patterson comes back and all of a sudden he's stud now so then yeah. do you know what I mean like it's I, I don't think it makes sense yeah yeah I agree with you I agree I'd rather see him see him at um see him at Rangers and continues development with the club rather than going on loan um, yep. somewhere else. Yeah, definitely. So let's um, let's look ahead then. Obviously, we've got the the Celtic game, hopefully, next week, obviously, with everything that's happened this week. We're, we're, seeing, we're seeing the changes of it. Um, there was talk, there was rumours that we've seen, I think it was supposed to be Friday night, um, but there's nothing can be yet formal to say when it's going to be. But let's look at the game ahead. I think we've got, obviously, we've got nothing to fear. From, from from playing them, um, in terms of the team wise, do you see much changes from the team that started today to potentially the team that would play against Celtic? Um, probably not. No, I mean it depends. Maybe maybe a wee shake up in the midfield. Yeah, but I, I think um, I think we would all first choice front three would be, you know, Kent, Morelos, and Roof. That I, I don't I don't think that's in much doubt. Um, yeah, the back. The back five again. I think McGregor, Balogun's injured, Tav's injured, so I think you're going to see Barisic. Obviously, the best left back. Halander and Goldson are probably the first choice centre half pair in any way. And we've just discussed Patterson, so I think back five and front three don't change. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. If, would you see some some changes in the middle? I think maybe there's been spells in the last couple of games where Celtic have out fought us in the middle of the park, and we've been saying. See if we had an R-field in there to just go and win tackles and, and, and make, match the fight. I think like, the last game in particular, Scott Brown, man in the match. Come on. Like, what, 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 how does that happen? So I think like an R-field or somebody in there for me personally, um, that's maybe what I would be doing. Um, dropping a Rebo potentially, but obviously he's scored again in, in his outputs. He's been on decent form and maybe didn't play the best today, but he still scored and his outputs previously have been pretty good. So, Maybe you maybe you go for a Kamara, but that might be a wee bit too attacking to have Arfield and Aribo. I don't know personally. That that would probably be my only change would be bringing Arfield into the midfield for that bit of dig. I think Aribo's looked a wee bit. I mean, the last game in particular, it looked like um, I think it was the last game anyway. It, it looked like he was completely just overawed by the situation. You know, like he, he I don't know. I think for me, I'd be Arfield for Aribo. Would be my only change. What about you? I hundred percent agree. That's what I would do. As well, I think you've you've made a valid point about last season, the last game. Aribo did look out his out his depth a wee bit, a bit 
a bit shaken up by the whole experience um, of it. But I think having, I, I think for me, Arfield would start 100% um, against Celtic. Um, just his fight and determination and everything that he brings to the brings to the team, he would definitely be one of the first names on the team sheet, particularly against Celtic. Um, I think it would, would it be harsh to Aribo to to drop him after after scoring and stuff like that? Potentially, yes, but you have to obviously think about the the greater good of the team and what's happening here. You know, it's a cup, a big cup game um, as well. It'd be, it would be nice, obviously, it'd be, it'd be great to win it. But the other thing is as well as it does. Finishes their season altogether. This is the only thing that they've got to play for. Um, Aye, I think that that's a that's an important point. Is that um, us first and foremost? Like Gerrard's never won a cup. Our players have pretty much never won a cup. It's been too long since we've won a major cup. Yep. But look, this this is important, right? And if this team this team's clinched fifty five, that's heroic, right? If we can go undefeated, amazing. If we can hundred percent record at home, never been done, phenomenal. But TV do on that, and you still only—I'm going to say only—but if you if you don't win a cup to go with it, it'll feel like you know. Where did you go? Oh, we did the double. We did the treble. You did something. Yeah. I, I just feel like there would be something missing. We would look back in the season, and I think we need to stamp our authority and say, you know, you've had Michael Beale coming out and saying this is just the start of the success. Rangers are back where they belong. Well, if that's true, we need to show that we're we're the dominant force and that. There was no no fluke, right? We come out and give them a pasting and show that we're the better team and go on and win the cup. Then we're you know we've arrived. You know you can nobody can deny it. Um, so I feel for if we go and they put us out, it's just it's going to give them the momentum as well because that's the last thing that anybody can win. The last game of the season is the Scottish Cup. Yeah, do you know what I mean? You don't want to go into the summer being like, oh, we've nothing to play for in the last five games. It was all dead rubber. We were out of the cup. Yada yada. Like they're going to have if we put them out. We want to be the ones going and winning the cup in the last day of the season, ending on a high, coming back in on a high. It's it's massive for me. I think I kind of underplay this game. Yeah, hundred percent agree with you as well. I think it's a it's a massive game um, for us. And let's like say I think having having somebody like Scotty Arfield in the team will definitely improve our chances of beating them. Um, aye, definitely. Aye. Um, so aye, it's a it's a it's a must win. It's a must get win. Like you, like we mentioned as well. Obviously, we had. I can see them targeting, like we mentioned, targeting what Hibs done there, and targeting mm-hmm. that left hand side of things again by playing. You know, they could potentially bring Forrest in, who's just back from injury. Who's ah, he's fast and he's he's that he's their boy on a and the net coming in. He just runs at people and he's quick and he's tricky and because he's got that kind of Mike Lones where he, sometimes he's running with a ball and he doesn't know what he's going to do. So yeah. just you know, like shit happens, but. Um, yeah, which is a skill in itself, I guess. So I'm not taking that away for the kid, but I don't think he necessarily is the best in the world at it. But it works, yeah. You know, so I, it's a good shout. I would expect him to watch that today and go, bingo. Yeah, we can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 exactly. But I still mm-hmm. have every confidence in this defence and this team to come out and get the and get the job and get the job done with them. Um, as well, aye, like I, said, I think I think you mentioned everything there in terms of the. In terms of the team and stuff like that, the only changes, like we said, we would bring in would be, um, would be our field for, um, would be our field for Aribo. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a question for you. Yes. Like, what do you think about the optics? Because the last, I, I mean, obviously we're probably a wee bit blue tinted, but the last two games, I think certainly Celtic fans and and the team and probably the press to, to an extent as well 
have played up that you know they've been by far the better team and we've we've got away with one basically the last twice which if you keep getting away with one it's not getting away with one but yeah. never mind um what, what do you do you think about our performance do you think that just winning probably isn't enough so if we do like we did in in december in january or december december january january, january year, yeah well well they you know they of the better team and we nick a goal and win one now. Do you think that's enough or do you think we need to go and, and get a bit of a statement performance as well as the win now? It could be a one now, but where we just battle them or it could be a five now, whatever. But do you think we need a performance, a dominant performance as well as a victory? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we haven't. I mean, it was what you mentioned before we before we came on here was, you know, we haven't really played, we haven't blown anybody really off the park this, this year. Yeah, um, obviously this season we have, but not this year. So it would be nice to go out there and give a dominant performance. Like the one we had at Parkhead, where we, you know, Goldson's two goals, you know, that was a dominating performance that we had that day. So something like that would be would be good. I mean, the you know, I think the last game, the one each game, you know, they were, they were probably the better team, but I think a draw was probably fair because they didn't really... You know they had they had a lot of possession, but they didn't really do much with it. And it was the same. I agree. Yeah, draw was a fair yeah. goal, And it was the same with the the one 0 game. You know the game in January at Ibrox, um, as well. You know they they came out and they they played well for the first 25, 25 minutes. But after that, they had they only had one shot on target, which I think was um, Griffiths. See shot which McGregor put onto the post, but that wasn't even inside the box. So again, but we were coming out of the game, and then obviously they'll they'll use the the excuse of the the red card, the red card against it as well, as well as something. But I would like to be, I would like to be, um, I would like a dominating performance. Yeah, what about you? I know, same man. I think, like you say, I mean the, I think the the, the level of performance has been over exaggerated in, in both games. The one 0 game. I, they were the better team for and, and had us a wee bit on the ropes for the first 20, 25 minutes, as you say. But after Griffiths' shot, which was before the half hour, they had nothing else on target. So, you know, they, when they, they, they obviously weren't battering us. Yeah. You know, they they like, oh, we battered you for 70 minutes and then we got a red card and that changed the game. No, no. What changed the game was they punched themselves out and got tired and, you know, like we, we started to come into it. We weren't great. They were the better team, no doubts. But it wasn't the, the absolute assault that they make it sound and then the one each game I thought the, the first half they, we started first five minutes we looked brilliant then for the next 20 they looked pretty good and, and they scored and they looked and I thought they could go and get a few more as I said earlier and then we scored and we looked better the first half I thought was back and forward and then the second half is, was a pretty tame affair it, it was all a pretty tame affair let's be honest as yeah. well wasn't it a usual old firm intensity and that's something we should talk about is that going to come back because that was a dead rubber in the league almost yeah. this is a this is a cup game we a lot to play for. Is it going to be harem, scarem, flying into tackles? Is it going to be a more traditional old firm, do we think? Yes, 100% I think it will be because, like I said, this is this is pretty much... If they... Whoever... Most most of the time in the cup games, obviously, things can happen, but it looks like whoever wins this game could potentially go in and win it because they're, they're the favourites to win it after, you know, after, you know, Rangers and Celtic are both favourites to, to be in the final of most cup um, domestic cup competition, so it would, it would, it would be whoever wins this is, you know, I would say is, you know, seventy five percent more likely to, to win the competition in, in home. Um, so I, I yep. think it's a, this would have the fight and the spirit of a, 
definitely have an old foreign game. And who doesn't love a cup competition as well? Yeah, on top of an old foreign. Aye. Plus, I think the good thing for us is before the one 0 game, uh, the one each game. Sorry, it was focus was in Europe. Focus was in Europe. Focus was in Europe. Europe happened. Focus was on racism. Focus was on racism. And oh, by the way, we're playing Celtic tomorrow. Aye. It was kind of like a an add-on at the end. Whereas this is a whole week build-up of. By the way, we're playing Celtic next weekend. Everything's focused on it. The training's focused on it. The, the press will be focused on it. So hopefully that helps us get the intensity up because I, I feel like it. It, it was lacking the last time for both teams and, and maybe understandably but hopefully like you say it is, it is that proper old firm game and that we can we're right up for this we want to go it's our patch the, you know the press have been saying that they're the better team they're saying they're the better team and that we've just been lucky the last twice let's go and you know you hope the players are like let's go and show them what, what's what here you know yeah yeah and I think we've got like I said that um, we don't we don't fear them at all, the way that we used to, obviously under Warburton and stuff like that as well. We've got everything, everything to play for here as well. And it's like I said, having a really good point that you mentioned there as well was about the, you know, winning the cup competition. Gerard hasn't done it yet. Um, a lot of these players haven't done it, and it's a real sign of intent. You know, we've we've cantered the league this season. Let's get a cup as well. You know, let's get the double. We should obviously, obviously, the St. Mirren game aside. Um, and obviously the Slavia Prague games have been the, the disappointments, but to do this and say that we've done a double um, would be a pretty special season, I think. I think that's it. It's, it's the least that the, the players deserve as well for all their efforts. Yeah. And if we go and get beat and then Celtic win the cup, it'll all be the narrative will be that was a fluke, it was the fans, it was COVID, it was this, it was that, it was the other, some yeah, sort of excuses. You know, it'll, you know, it'll be stuff like that. I, I, whatever. Aye, exactly, exactly. So we want to just go, and like I say, it's it's not it's not necessarily that we that we care what others think in that extent. It's more that we don't want the players. We want to raise it from the players' minds. Do you know what I mean? You want them going into next season confident that they're the best team because they've went and dominated and they've you know they've won two out of the three and they should have won the third and you know that that sort of thing. You don't want them going away going. Maybe they're right. Maybe 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 we did just get a wee bit lucky there. Maybe it was something. You know what I mean? You want it removed. So is that our psyche is where it needs to be. Our mentality is right going into the next season. And what Beal and all that are saying is proven that this is us back and we are ready to go and be dominant over the next few seasons at least. Yeah, totally. Totally agree with you as well. So it's a, it is another massive week in which seems like that's all we talk about is Every week was a massive week before, obviously, the European and winning Aye. the league and stuff like that now. But I'm really, always, I'm delighted that we've, we've got this as well because I think it needs, we need to end the season on a high and continue into next season, which is which is very important as well. You're also looking one step ahead um, as well, like I said, and also to get this. I think they've obviously spoke about it as well as, you know, getting this season and, you know, being undefeated in the season as well. I think that'll be a big achievement for them. Um as well and like I say a hundred percent record that um at Ibrooks would also be amazing. Um as well in there. Two games to go, mate. Yep. Two home games to go. Two two home league games and a cup game, isn't it? So that's what we've got to go because obviously the cup games at Ibrooks. Aye, aye. But I think I mean league games. It, Aye, the league record is, is what yeah. we want. I mean, you know, Slavia Prague beat us uh, yeah. just in, in the game before this one. We just, well, no, sorry, we played Cold Rangers. Right but in the league, if we can go and have a 100% in the league at home, it's only two league games to go. So I think I think it's, 
it's achievable. We just need to go and do it. And like you say, undefeated, a hundred points would be like there's lots of there's lots still to aim for. Yep. And, and that's I think Gerard mentioned in the, the pre-match today or, or at some point recently was that um, you know we've still got individual and collective targets to go for. And and that's what you want to see, right? You want to go. What we want to do is we want to win the league, right? We've done that. What's next? None of this, you know, stop and celebrate. It's right. What's next? What's next? What's next? You can't. You can't get two up yourself, you know, when you're on the top of the mountain because yeah. that's when the that's when the feet fall away from underneath you. You just need to keep on pushing, you know. Yep, yeah, exactly. Once we've once everything's over, that's when we can properly celebrate. Uh, aye, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Aye. Wait till the summer, win the Scottish Cup, then have a bit of a celebration, and then come back with a hunger of right. I want to do that again, yeah. but I want to win the, the League Cup and put that right this year. You know, and go and get a treble. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's all. It's all going to be building up for a really good week, I think, in terms of Rangers and this result. Um, is I, I like going into a, an, an old forum game knowing that we can play better, whereas it looks like, obviously, them beating Livingston yesterday 6-0, that's their performance of the season. Whereas I, I'm always more confident thinking, we won and we can still do so much better than what we played today, which is always a nice week. It's always a nice week for I think, to have. Um, aye, aye, that's a good shout. They probably did. I mean, Livy's... Livy's been difficult to beat in a, in a good team and I'd, I've not seen anything apart from the results yeah, that's like you say 6-0 yeah. sounds, like, sounds like they destroyed them um, so they've, they've, they must have shown up well they'll go in confident which is good for us um, you want to play the other team at their absolute best um, and you know for us like you say we go in confident in the sense that we've just won pretty comfortably against um, the third best team with it been anywhere near. I mean, we we never get out of third gear at all the day. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even second, you could say probably. So, um, like you say, we just need to go and find that extra back button, come out really up for it. And maybe that's that's a that's a good point. You know, Stevie G that can point and go. They just beat Livy six 0 They're coming in confident, fired up, nothing else to play for. We need to be ready here, and hopefully that 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 that's for us is is more motivation again to go and get right. We can't afford to be half arse in this because we'll probably get beat with them in this form. They're coming at their best. We need to be prepared for their best. Yeah. And if we're we're ready for their best, that means we're at our best. Exactly. And and like you say, if that's the case, then we we don't fear them. Yeah, yeah, definitely, hundred percent agree. So I am just I'm, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to it this week. Hopefully get it. We'll hopefully get a date of when it's getting played. Friday, Sunday, or, you know, later on in Saturday, um, whenever we can get Aye. it done and get it. And then just look forward to it, I guess, and then look forward to the rest of the season and partying and getting back to a pub and celebrating, celebrating the league as well, which is a sounds amazing, mate. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? But I think that's a pretty good place to end it, Keith. Would you? Would you agree? I I think last but not least, mate, is just the old. Let's go for a prediction next uh, next week, whenever it is the old Firm Cup semi or the cup game. Um, what's the score going to be? Um, whenever it gets played, two nothing to Rangers. Um, I am going nice. to go for Alfie and Kent. You? I'm going to go. I'm going to go four two. Aye, I think the goals. I'm going to go four two. Cup, a good old, a good cup tie. Both teams just going for it. Nothing to lose. Everything to play for. I think it will be a cup tie, man. I'm going to go four two in the jails. Um, four goals across. Well, and I'll tell you what. I'm going to go centre half. Let's go Goldson, um, Kent. Morelos and Roof go for the front three, three Kings Day, and then a centre half at a corner or whatever because they're shite and they, you know, we know they have troubles with that sort of thing. So I am going to go for that four two to the Teds. Yeah. Do you know what would be better sweet as well? Obviously, with all their all their chat this week as well, if uh, Nathan Parson scored. <laughs> <laughs> 
That would that would that would put them in that would put them in the overdrive. They shouldn't be playing. Oh, aye, that would be playing. No, man, SFA and Amazons have scored us again. Operation stop the ten. They can go for. They can go for. Never defeated. All the ones I see is they can go for the ten next year. I love that when they say that. Aye, aye. Nah, we'll go for the ten next year. Get Lennon out. Go for the ten next year. Exactly. It's the ones. The ones that I love are the ones that like. No, no. Actually, see, now I think about it. The last two seasons don't count. We're still on eight, going for nine. Oh, he didn't celebrate the nine last year. The eight, eight and three quarters, we called it, and they're like, "No, it's nine, it's nine Then we won it. They're like, ah, oh, no, we're back to eight. Actually, sorry, forget the last two years. Oh, it's sensational. But we'll be back soon for another pod to discuss all things Rangers. Um, until then, cheers, Keith. Cheers, mate. Uh, good as always. Speak to you yeah. soon. Take care, everybody. Cheers,